Okay, Bokar Tov, uh, we're continuing with the Gerhard Haramban, and we're continuing with our discussion yesterday of humility and how it relates to the knowledge that a person has to look to see where he came from, where he's going to, and in front of whom we see we're eventually going to have to give uh, judgment. So I wanted to elaborate on a couple of points and maybe expand on a couple of points based on different things that I saw uh, related to these ideas that we discussed yesterday. So first, the idea of the man being like dust, man being like nothingness, like... like uh, like the worms, or he's he's, he's gonna go. He's gonna end up with the worms. That type of discussion. So, um, you know, it's a little bit hard to understand this idea. It, it did probably bother me a little bit as we were learning it yesterday, because as we see, uh, you know, man as he is right now is is a human being. He's functioning. He's doing things. He's not not dust. He's not nothingness. He he does things. He serves Hashem. He. He has possessions. So how do we relate to this idea? So he quotes here in the Perche Shoshanim edition that the idea being expressed here is that without Hashem, man would be dust. Meaning, yes, man is able to do things, man is able to accomplish things and function in this world. But all those things are only because Hashem allows them to. So the realization that we are like that a person is like uh, the like the, the worms and the other things in his life. That's all a an awareness that he's he's like that. If, if we're not for the fact that Hashem allows him to function, allows him to do things, so that's part of the realization and the awareness that everything comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, I wanted to a couple of things where before you brings down very interesting things regarding two really uh, ideas regarding the idea of realizing where a person is going to go to. So the principle, right, is the idea of thinking about one's the end of one's life, one's death, and how that helps in a person's humility. So he quotes two very interesting ideas over here. The first is the Gemara Masechah Brachot. So the Gemara Masechah Brachot says a person should do everything he can to help the Yitzhar HaTov overcome the Yitzhar HaRa, to allow the positive inclination to overcome the negative inclination. So if he's successful, if he's good, so then great, then it works. What if he's not able to allow the Yitzhar HaTov to overcome the Yitzhar HaRa? So the next stage is he should engage in very serious Torah study. Study of Torah gives a person strength. It's the antidote to the Yitzhar HaRa. That's the next step. If that doesn't work, if it works, then great. If that does not work, then he says the Shema. He requires, he recites Kabbalat Omach Shemaim, an expression of accepting the yoke of Hashem, and hopefully that will help him. If that doesn't work, so the last resort is to remember the day of death. Remembering the day of death, remembering what a person will be like at the end of his life, will destroy the, as he says here, the allure of the evil. The Yetzir Harad, whatever a person has a desire for, he thinks about where he's going, what's, where he's going to be at the end, and that immediately weakens his desire for whatever he is burning after at this point in time. Now, the commentary theaters discuss, why doesn't it just jump to that? Why shouldn't a person at first just think about the day of death? Why does he have all these intermediary steps of studying Torah and Kriyashma? And the answer is that studying the day of death is a very intense thought. It's a very serious thought. It's very grave, no pun intended. So a person, if he immediately jumps to that every time he's struggling with Yitzhah Hara, Either he'll become desensitized or it'll be too much for him. And he won't be able to function effectively. So a person has to go step after step. He has to try other things first. He tries studying Torah. He tries reciting the Shema. If all, that, if all else fails, so then he goes to think about this very intense, very intense thought about the day of his death and uh, the end of his life. 
One more story. The Gemara Mesecha Brachot tells a story about somebody who on Arab Rosh Hashanah, he gave a precious coin to a ani, to a poor person, to a beggar. Now, the year before had been a very difficult year, and there had been very great financial hardships. So the person's, this chassid who gave this money, he felt that maybe her husband did the wrong thing. His wife thought that maybe this chassid did the wrong thing. So they had a little dispute about this, and the chassid became very angry. And what does he do? That night he leaves, and he spends the night of Rosh Hashanah sleeping in the local graveyard. It's a very interesting mara over there on uh, page 18. It tells a story about uh, what exactly he heard when he was there in the graveyard. But for our purpose, Yisrael Salantar says that this chassid, he realized that if he got angry at Erev Rosh Hashanah, so there must be something lacking in his character, something that he had to fix. Because if he had truly had anava, humility, so then he would accept whatever was unpleasant about nice about life, and he would deal with it with peace, with serenity, no need to get angry. So therefore, he sees tomorrow's Rosh Hashanah about to come to the Day of Judgment, and I have such a major flaw in my character, there's something so, so much lacking in who I am that I was able to get angry at my wife on Erev Rosh Hashanah, so, or he got angry, whoever he got angry at an Erev Rosh Hashanah. So he slept in the cemetery to overwhelm his, his pride quickly. It was like an emergency uh, landing, so to speak, or an emergency evacuation, something he had to do with a great uh, urgency in order to overcome his Yitzhahara, to, to make himself humble, to help it with his humility and to overwhelm his pride. So nothing... I'll read the last line from Rabbi Foyer. Nothing so wholly convinces a man of his own frailty as contemplating his inevitable mortality. Thinking about death, thinking about the end of times. It's a very intense thought. We can't do it all the time, but somebody to once in a while think about to help a person subdue his inclination when he knows that he's being tempted to do the thing that he shouldn't do. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Uh, Kotuf.